Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast, Monday Morning Moments with John O'Leary. I record these so you and I can begin our days, and why not, our entire weeks in awe and on fire with a burst of inspiration. Typically, we begin these with a quote or a question. Usually, it's uplifting. This one's going to be a quote, and it's going to be incredibly discouraging. By the end of the conversation, though, I hope to make sense of this quote and how we can live the opposite of it in our lives. Here we go. I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. I've never had a girlfriend. I never had a social life. I've been an isolated loner my entire life. This was the perfect storm for a mass shooter. And after writing these words, the 19-year-old author of them placed that note on his passenger seat. He exited his car and entered the high school he had graduated from just a year earlier. He entered the school with an AR-15 style rifle with 600 rounds of ammunition and with the determination to make others feel the pain he carried with him. Surrounded by so much divisiveness, so much anger, and so much cynicism, My friends, it's easy for us to be overwhelmed with despair and to focus on the negative. It's common to lose hope in humanity and believe things have never been so bad. And yet, in the midst of this recent tragedy that rocked my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri, it's important to not only share the calamity that occurred because it happened, but also the heroes who leapt into action, ensuring it would not be far worse. Central Visual and Performing Arts High School is a highly regarded and a tightly knit school community in St. Louis. After a 30-year career as a Marine, Jermaine Yancey chose to become a security officer right there. He wanted to invest the second half of his life positively impacting young people in our city. Yancey was one of the first to see the gunmen on the morning of October 24th. He immediately radioed in the alert, and then he sprinted classroom to classroom, informing the teachers that this was not a drill. He demanded they shut their doors, lock the doors, turn off the lights, and hide from the intruder. The former Marine shared that, quotes, felt that God had put me in this school for a reason, so I could move these kids in the right direction. Well, in the morning where these young people desperately needed the right direction, Yancey was there to provide it, and he wasn't alone. Principal Frederick Steele, known to the students for both his firmness as well as his love of them, heard the shooting and then the screams. He moved hallway to hallway at great risk to his own life, reminding staff and students what to do and where to go for safety. He did his best to keep every one of the kids alive that day. Although seven of his kids were injured and one of them tragically, a 15-year-old girl named Belle, she would end up dying. Steele sat with her and comforted her until the paramedics arrived. Upstairs, Jean Kuska, a teacher for more than three decades and nearing retirement, heard the shots down the hallway from her classroom. As the horrifying sounds got closer, she took action, putting herself between the gunmen and her students. Described by everyone who knew her as joyful and caring, she would ultimately get shot, 
and die. The students, though, she dedicated her life to educating would end up surviving this brutal attack. Nearby, a contingency of police officers were at a funeral service for a fallen officer when their radios alarmed them that an active shooter was at the school. They sprinted out of the service toward the school, and within four minutes of the very first shot, these officers were already entering the building. They had on no body armor, no guarantee of safety, and no real understanding of the situation. Yet they entered the building without any concern for their lives. These police officers were willing, as they are willing each and every day, to lay down their lives for others. Serve and protect. Serve and protect. They were able to quickly enter the building through the back doors because nearby construction workers had heard the chaos, approached and offered to help with anything they had with them. So then using their construction tools, they wedged open the doors that otherwise would have been impenetrable. And in doing so, they helped the officers enter into the building as the children and as the teachers evacuated from the front of the building and made their way to safety, a nearby grocery store opened the entire store to the school. The employees of Schnook's Grocery Store, it's a chain right here in St. Louis, Missouri, they passed out pallets of water and snacks to the students and their teachers. They offered a safe place for them to gather, to grieve, and ultimately to reunite with their families. My friends, the shooting at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School came on the same day a Michigan teenager pleaded guilty to murder charges in a 2021 school shooting. It came a week before another teen received his sentence for the shooting in Parkland, Florida. It represented the 40th school shooting this year to result in injury or death. And appallingly, there have been additional school shootings in the last several weeks since the attacks in St. Louis. Much needs to be done to keep our students and their teachers and the staff safe. Honest, bold conversations must be had around our current culture of gun violence and responsible laws established to protect our citizens. Creative and bipartisan, hear that second part, bipartisan discussions must put forward solutions to the mental health pandemic impacting our nation. Security within schools, training for staff and wellness programs for kids must become a priority for administrative leaders. These things are just facts. They're true. These are profoundly complicated and divisive topics, but we've got to discuss it. We've got to move forward on it. We've got to act today. And yet, despite the massive challenges we face, the school shooting we endured as a community reminds us of the extraordinary power of disparate individuals coming together for a cause bigger than themselves. Hear that one, Democrats and Republicans and centralists and those of us who chose not to vote. It shows what happens when disparate individuals come together for something bigger than themselves. The example set by unarmored police officers and selfless school staff members and grocery store workers reminds us not only of how a diverse group of individuals coming together helped save lives several weeks ago at a school in St. Louis, but how ultimately it will help elevate and safeguard lives going forward. My friends, in witnessing the selfless love within this tragedy, perhaps we can choose to model that selfless love in our ordinary lives as well. 
I want to thank you for being part of our Live Inspired community. I want to thank you for keeping those who have been victims of this trauma in your thoughts and in your prayers. And I want to remind you that in spite of the challenges we face, that the foundation indeed is firm. The headwind and the challenges are real. But the best together is yet to come. So for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary and today is our day. Let's choose to live inspired.